welcome to the Scots podcast and today we'll be talking on mind energy and systems which is on the mini talk activation on December which is a special podcast for December it's a branch of talk activation that I normally write every Tuesday so mini talk activations for December is running for four weeks in December and it's going to touch four different areas so this is the first episode and I will be touching mind energy and systems and yes there are key things in this uh, you know topic that I was supposed to touch and there's the mind there's the energy and there's a system of the mind or the system of channeling the energy so yeah it's quite uh, interesting because it's very much psychological so yeah stay with me let's roll yeah so my name is Scott Peters in table and you're still welcome or you're still on the Scott's podcast yes so now when we talk about mind and jazz systems where the aim is that to understand how to you know properly use our minds to channel our, our strength energies to know how to you know do it the right way to do it properly and one thing we should know first is that energy in this context is psychological so yes how is energy psychological the role of energy as an unconscious mental function or you know functioning source or level you know energy here is uh, is an unconscious mental functioning source or level whether we like it or not we have to function with energy is the truth and this is why we feel you know, at some point where we are not too happy or things are not really going the way we actually want them we are low with the energies and we just automatically want to shut down so we run with it consciously or not and you know these energies are the basic grounds of and for activity or operations now there are different areas that we would uh, you know establish establish this energy or you know mind energy and the like so yes yeah there's one there's one it's called uh, the placebo effect and placebo effect are uh, really generated by the power of beliefs from the mind because we know that we cannot do without interacting with people we cannot do without reflections interacting with ourselves thinking upon thoughts you know trying to extract information from mere words sentences or even experience experiences we can really never do without it there may be situations that we will be confronted with the best thing to do is to go back to your place of thinking and try to use your mind as a transformational tool to getting probably proper solutions that can also trigger further actions onto productivity. So the placement effect are kind of a relief that generated by the power of belief from the mind. So we should understand that every actions or reactions with and within the mind or from the mind are generating energy. Then the second part is called spontaneous emission and spontaneous re-emission actually. Is an unexpected improvement or cure for something or from something that progresses 
you know we have this belief that as we move on in life we would you know get to become better we get to do better and sometimes we really can't help it so it's just related to the placebo effect placebo effect and we we heal as you know day goes as we become distant from that particular problem the wounds just close up and we find ourselves doing better than where we were before so yes yeah, there's cognitive dissonance as a part of uh, mind energy and system is the perception of of contradictory information when people perform or carry out actions that contradict their ideas beliefs and values and it is usually a form of psychological stress so now cognitive dissonance is focused on this part where you find yourself doing what you have vowed to never do now we need to understand that sometimes we get to this place as a result of you know psychological stress where we feel pressured sometimes peer pressure sometimes you just want to really get these things quick and fast and they are beating down your mantras they are beating down your philosophies that you've actually set aside for yourself so how exactly do this translate to daily living how exactly do you know, this cognitive dissonance you know, doing things that we do not intend for ourselves how do they uh, align with daily living So now when you choose to you know perform or carry out your actions there are simple questions or you know evaluations that we are supposed to do or supposed to have done you know before even carrying out many actions you need to ask if they are really in line with your mission if they are in favor of your personality yes i understand that we do not always should do things that are in f- that you know benefit us or we benefit from but we need to understand that we are actually doing these things for ourselves because we are the ones that are actually living this life. So if we say that uh, I'm doing these things irrespective of what I'm going to benefit from it, then to an extent we may be very wrong because you doing it in the first place is doing you yourself. So in order to beat down psychological stress, you need to do proper evaluation of your mantra, your mission, your past um, activities, experiences, like doing a proper background check and ask yourself what you you know did in situations that were very similar like that i think that would be a guide and pointer i need to ask yourself what are the effect or consequences of these actions so yes because it's it's the end point of situations or actions or kind of actions are either as consequences or as rewards so you may be rewarded a very strong consequence for for doing what is against your will and is putting others at a detriment. Then I don't think that uh, doing things for yourself that's selfishness and it's actually very wrong for us to find ourselves doing, you know, sort of, sort of that. And yeah. This perception of contradictory information it comes as thoughts you know you are not supposed to do this hey jake you are going the you know in the wrong direction or you just said yesterday that you wouldn't play you know under the sun or you just said yesterday that you would not procrastinate again and there you are about to do it oh jake you, you just need to know that rest is very important and you need to take a break and 
you need to do loads and a lot of things that if you put them together they've not actually amounted to a point see as the mind wants comfort the body wants comfort and we need to note that yes it's good to rest in situations like that but consistency does not mean being up and doing every second of the day consistency is being up and doing even while being asleep the system is being set and when you come back alive you are still in that particular process so it's like a continuum not waking up when the when the engine is up that's when the job is being done you know and this this can properly exist and uh, can properly function by how by we setting schedules activities you know understanding these priorities and setting these boundaries and scales and making us understand that yes this is exactly what we are supposed to do at you know various periods of time in time and by time so instead of you you know you should plan your sleep you sleep from four to six i think when you wake up it shows that you are already in the system but these are the things that we usually do not always consider so what next is training the mind they actually mind exercises and there's one is called reflection and underneath it is the gibbs reflection cycle so the Gibbs reflection cycle is a six-way model and uh, it has six stages and it starts from description you know it starts next is feelings evaluation analysis conclusion and action plan so your we have to you know properly describe our, our situation describe the problem so we can know what exactly are the type of feelings that we are exhibiting at that particular point in time so we need to be sure of how we are feeling we may never be too sure it's either anger or it looks like jealousy or it looks like disdain are you feeling irritated or you are not just happy with how everything just went on this is exactly uh what teaches us to know the next thing to do because from the actions and your reactions which are your emotions your feeling it t- gives a complete pointer to what exactly is the situation how the situation played out and what your take on the situation is it's also a guide as to what should be done next so in our daily lives when we you know we can never be too careful about being offended that's the truth we can never be too careful about being offended so if we if we properly evaluate the situation describe it and okay okay was this exactly why i felt like this or was this why i reacted like this then you cannot do evaluation okay then i think i'm wrong from evaluation you do proper analysis okay from you no know, next time i will begin to okay this was exactly why you know she reacted from so the evaluation is like doing a check on yourself analysis like you're analyzing the next stage of the reaction of the other person so this is also how we should you know take life into consideration too you evaluate what you have done then you analyze how you are supposed to do it the next time that people will not react the same way they did the previous time the next is conclusion so you conclude okay the reason why i completed five out of ten tasks was because i procrastinated or was because i fell here you know and finally you now draft out the action plan 
okay in order not to fall ill again i begin to take uh, vitamins i begin to take proper you know you know ensure that i eat properly and so on and so forth so starts all the way from description and ends down the drain at action plan and your action plan is a final confirmation that you actually went through the reflective thinking process or exercise so now you have to describe an, ex- an experience what actually happened the location so you can properly connect the personal interest persons present reasons the reasons for being there and the original intention for what should have happened you know you need to picture yourself either in the past or in the future you need to know okay what exactly uh, did i do and also in what way would i have done it better so the second part is linking emotions with daily actions and successes so you need to link your emotions to those actions so you know that there is the need to have a drive to draw inspiration to do better the next day yeah so if you know you got angry for not completing the task or you got excited from completing a task the best thing to do is you need to draw that energy and apply it to the next day like okay yes i did seven today and tomorrow i'm going to do 14 we keep on taking it higher higher and higher makes everybody happy right yes i think so if everybody implemented this i think uh you would be excited i would be excited that we are actually going at a very interesting and wonderful pace so yes engaging ideas evaluating them and milking out or milling out their plans so you need to engage these ideas and okay do the scoring this is was why you know this stuff happened and this was what we did now looking at where we are going to this is what looks like what we should do and this is exactly how we would do it and in that case we are drawing experience from you know the various areas that we have interacted with then we know what to kind of expect in the front because we have been in that situation or in that ball game for quite a number of times like carrying out an experiment then coming out there with prototypes to treat or to you know attend to very very similar situations so yes the next is role of reflection in daily life as a tool for consistency yeah so constant evaluation day by day every day tells you that you need to actually either do more or you need to even possibly even reduce you know calm down so you don't overwork yourself so evaluations are very important you know most of us shy away from evaluations because we feel it's going to expose us you are the one doing your evaluation your reflection by yourself so i don't know if you feel you are not you've not trained yourself to accept criticism from yourself so you need to train yourself to accept these things i think they actually help us go far in life and yeah everything is mental winning is actually much of a pictorial perception winning is more is actually much of a pictorial perception yes because we just daydream about carrying the cup about getting the finish line about you know buying all the cars in the world and boom we just feel we are there but no how one arranges the sequences of actions embedded on a line of fantasies you know embedded on, on a line as 
fantasies as daydreams. So yes, it's okay to daydream, it's okay to fantasize, but what exactly are you doing to try to bring that to fruition? So try to make it a reality. Simple question. So we need to understand that you know these fantasies, daydreams, they are just channels to which we receive information to the mind. And from the mind, you know, it redistributes it to every part, especially the art, and yeah, there we go. So yes. Mind creating a system. You know, there are some some persons they could actually just choose to normally overlook things and i believe that it is a conscious effort you know when they build over time over time you are cooking rubbish you just see them close just to you and you know move but you are not really getting this course right you just the person just ends taking the course and leaves you know and it's, it's not just cool at all it's not just cool at all but we need to understand that the mind is uh, is a tool and the other parts are just components and it's very important to trap light you know because that is how ideas and thoughts come into the mind as easier to trap light than to trap i don't know what it is for the guys but i think it's also white and light too and like i'd say that very important that we allow People channel these things through their body, not um, somebody holding on to 10,300 volts, no. Like they, everybody should be, you know, very much collected so that you can understand these principles of these things. So yes, we're rounding up with uh, you know, mind, energy and systems. And the next is actually the physics of consistency next uh, coming up and we need to still remember that the original intention for what should have happened is one of the methods of describing an experience. What really happened? Then people start talking, you know, sharing their own part of the story. And that's exactly how an experience is designed. So, we've touched a place, uh, energy as a psychological means, as psychological energy, as the role of energy as an unconscious mental functioning source or level basic grounds of and for activities or operation and the placebo effect we also have the spontaneous emission we have cognitive dissonance and that's all and the six uh, the gibbs uh, reflective cycle uh, six-way model from description feelings evaluation analysis conclusion and action plan so yes it's been quite an incredible close to 20 minutes uh, with every single one of you thank you so much for staying tuned to the scott's podcast you know it was before frequently asked questions but now it's the scott's the scott's podcast and i believe that yes we're gonna you know see old more exciting and interesting conversation along the line and yeah i really look forward to doing that because this is such an interesting thing to do so as we round up you need to ask yourself what exactly is the role of your mind in the activities that you want to carry out in the future what exactly are the roles 
that you feel your mind can play in doing these things. So yes, we have come to the end of episode one for Mini Talk Activation on the Scott Podcast, which is hosted by Scott Peters. It's April. So please remember that the role of energy as an unconscious mental functioning source level is the basic ground of and for activities as or you know an operation thank you very much for your time and do well to have a splendid time ahead thank you So on this particular episode, we'll be talking on the physics of consistency. It's an extension from mind, energy, and systems that we, you know, talked about the last time. So this is an additional segment, and there are four in total. All right. So yeah, the physics of consistency. It's uh, a personal development, capacity building uh, discourse, and focuses on how exactly we are supposed to you know uh, build momentum over time you know stay up to at par with our goals and deliver excellently so it's not just all about setting the goal or you know having a target in view but it's all about consistent as well so these are very important and relevant areas of personal development and capacity building and yippee we're going to have an incredible time today. All right. So now what uh, is the physics of consistency uh, following? It's following the model of an accelerating car on a hill. You know, forced to properly push or, you know, drive through or across or in a hill, you know, up the hill, you know. In physics or physical science, they are part of, you know, momentum using the gear system, mechanical energy, and so on and so forth and this scenario is likened to situations in our lives or at some point of the year where we might be either overwhelmed but we still need to deliver or we are you know facing some kind of circumstances or we lack the resources or the persons that require to help us you know go smoothly so automatically the smooth road that was supposed to you know be as or will now become a hill so we now struggle to climb and this is why sometimes you know we value those moments because all those situations after we've come out of them because we believe and we know that we expended so much energy in trying to accomplish or pass through such phase so yes they are important you know component of uh being consistent we have having a destination mastering the art of driving that's taking responsibility being responsible for ourselves igniting and initiating actions yes because very important and we also need to maintain constant velocity so maintaining constant velocity is uh, building endurance over a period of time and you know starting things to the extent of finishing them so we need to be keen on starting things to the extent of finishing them so we also need to know when to stop because being consistent does not mean 
being continuous. Being consistent mm-hmm. means, you know, having a set target, being visionary, proper structuring and planning of whatever we want to do. So, yeah, that is exactly what it seems, what it should be, and what it feels like. All right. So, yes, and lastly, the another last component of... Uh, you know, being consistent, the physics of consistency that we're going to be looking at today is uh, transmission and changing direction. So we need to understand when to transmit ourselves, you know, go into the newer phase that we are supposed to have grown into. So consistency is all about being uh, determined, have a target, building the endurance, you are open to grow and also transmitting your ideologies and energy you know telling yourself this is the next stage i need to be and that is based on identifying and understanding the times and seasons so yeah let's go consistency does not mean you know staying endless on one track it means birthing results across different phases fostered by conscious transition so yeah let's let's do an exposition of that definition so consistency does not mean Staying endless on one track. It means birthing results. So consistency in this context, mechanically, does not mean just driving straight, you know, just being there just because you just need to keep at it. No, keeping at it is one of the phases or stages of being consistent or processes of being consistent or I would say component. The next thing that should be done is... We need to produce value for what we are doing. There need to be visible efforts and results that must be produced from whatever we are engaging in. So that's part of the things that validate being consistent. So you don't just uh, you know, open water in, in a basket and that, flowing water in a basket, through a basket actually, is being consistent. Like the water is consistent. That's the truth. But what makes the water flow uh, you know, productive and usable or fruitful is that there are activities that are going on in the basket. So while you are going straight, there must be activities actually going on that is showing that the processes that we are engaging in are productive, worthwhile, and reasonable. So we have to be very realistic. And it does not just mean producing results. It also means producing results across different phases fostered by conscious transition so yeah there are different phases so you should know that as you choose to grow as you choose to move in that regard now what we're trying to say here is that when we're setting goals we should not just say linear monochromatic you know kind of goals obviously we don't usually set that we said okay by the end of the year i should have been a millionaire and for you to be a millionaire, you need to, you know, be uh, financially educated. You need to be business oriented. You need to also build disciplines. And now these various areas, they, uh, they require, you know, kind of exercises for you to journey to where you need to be. For you to journey on the path of being a millionaire, you need to possibly read financial books. You need to join financial classes. You need to learn pitch deck, you know, ideate, build a business, 
you know, run a business, even fund it, you know, and so on and so forth. You know, build pitches, uh, pitch, attend pitch programs and so on. So you wouldn't say that building, becoming a millionaire would just happen by you just choosing to become a millionaire at the end of the year. No, there are processes and these are phases. So you should know that when you want to choose a business, you know, strategy, uh, creation or formulation or business plan formulation you should know that learning in that particular area is producing a result so it means that you are you know having visible areas of visible content in whatever you are doing so yes that 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 is the part that you know is focusing on the dynamic part of our target so our targets are usually not linear but the components of the target and what could be linear because it means going on a straight journey but the different phases it tells us that it's not a linear process there are sometimes maybe a um, learning elevator pitch might be the healing part for you or you know even thinking of a business plan might be the even steep slope in your destination and this is exactly why there are conscious processes just like consistency that we need to keep up with the flow yeah the physical part of science you know are directly associated with physical variables so they are physical part of being consistent of setting a goal setting a goal is abstract you know it's based on ideologies but the physical part that connects us to reality that validates whatever we are doing of choosing to do a particular point in time you know they involve time people places environment background choices and they are there could be constraints, you know, that determines the actions that goes on in reality. These are the emotional parts, such as zeal, your emotions, passions, and your compassion. Your compassion is a perception of, you know, your emotions, feelings towards what you want to achieve. So yeah, it's the consistent. To be consistent is divided into two interrelated phases. The physical part and the constraint part, that is the mind part. We talked about mind, energy and systems. If you listen to that podcast, you will get more information about how the mind works and how we're supposed to channel it to daily actions, activities and daily habits inclusive of daily living. So yeah, so K-factor, now there's a constant in staying consistent and it's clarity. So yeah, if you do not... You know, gain clarity at different stages, just like the millionaire mindset or millionaire target goal for the year. If you are not clear when you're setting the business, you know, plans or setting uh, goals to, uh, let's say, learn the pitch. If clarity is not coming, okay, value addition is what actually opens our eyes. Yeah, so that's what clarity, clarity is, value addition. So if these things are not happening then it's not sure that we are making progress because then there's no need to be consistent because whatever you are trying to do is not clear enough and there's no knowledge gotten, there's nothing being learned and directly translate to progress not being made. So yeah, the clearer the horizon, the more focused the journey remains, making one stay clear of obstacles and troubles. Because when you begin to learn, you get more information about what you're doing and from getting more information about what you're doing or what you have done, it tells you what is not or what shouldn't have been 
So when you go into a newer area or a newer, you know, phase, you begin to tend to forecast things that you need to avoid. So that what makes it sweet. You know, that's what clarity is based on. So the second part is, you know, the first part actually of you know, component of being consistent is having a destination. So you do do not just set a goal at the beginning of the year. You must have where you're going to. That's about the target. So your aim, if you're throwing an arrow or you're throwing a dart, you are aiming at the dart board. If you're throwing an arrow or you're firing an arrow, you're obviously aiming at something to hit the target, actually. So there must be a destination. The destination there is a cap. You know, it gives you a covering. tells you this is where your limit is and this is where you need to take a pause, take a stop. Do you understand? So yeah, the conscious need and, uh, you know, the act to identify and picture ourselves at the finish point gives us some sort of motivation for the journey ahead. Because yeah, what's a journey without a destination? is just endless falling in space so falling in space is not a destination or it's not a journey actually and this is something we actually need to avoid and it's a form of psychological energy you know that that indicates the preparedness of the mind for such situations so yes when we choose a destination we begin to develop some conscious form of energy that tells us or that pushes us to want to do more. Okay, since that's my target, that's my target, then I I think I can get there. So if there's no need to get to where we need to be, then there's really no need to start at all. So that is where the motivation actually lies. Okay, I'm doing this streak or sprint for 10 years. You've done five years and five years more. It tells you that there's a sense of ending, you know, or continuity and tells you that, it builds your momentum over time that okay definitely this is how much energy i need to expend for the journey ahead so if we just you know set things without setting time frames for them then there's really no motivation to want to continue because we have no idea as to how we are supposed to track our growth so we need to track growth it's very important and that is uh, usually done by setting boundaries known as destinations so yeah, what do you think? You can just think about it, process it for one, two, three seconds. Yeah. So next is is that our you know current actions day by day are definitely going to lead us somewhere. It's a better advantage to consciously channel your energy to where you want to see yourself than just find yourself there. You know, you find yourself somewhere you're just scared. You know, what got me here? It's just like using a wand, you know, abracadabra, one, two, pew. <laughs> so. In order not to find ourselves and life taking us by surprise, you know, things taking us by surprise, we need to know where we need to be. So, being consistent also gives us a level of fulfillment that we have actually completed a work of completing work done. So now next is mastering the act. How exactly do we master the act of the art of being consistent. There's the need to identify, you know, very two important areas, the components where we are going or its features and the relevant or respective tools. There are three areas here in mastering the art of being consistent. You know, we've talked about where we are going as destination, 
the features of the situation or the target one the relevant and respective you know tools those are the uh, two parts features and the respective tools that we need in that required journey in order to make it perfect or you know kind of rosy or interesting as well so there's an additional discovery that should be done on the driver because you are the you are the wheel you are the driver of your situation you are the aim you are aiming at whatever you want to do whatever you want to achieve and we need to understand how your health works you know align plans with your schedule so yes let's go back to the features of your actions or the features of your targets your goals now there are some goals that might require you to be you know up every night you know for four hours two hours seven hours and yeah these are habits or activities that you do not uh have previous capacity to undo so what we're saying here is that it's not just okay to just have this way i'm going to you need to understand how long it will take you what are the qualities that you need to show off you know to keep up that destination to keep up that target so imagine there's a difference between traveling uh, for seven hours and traveling for two hours they're actually two different things irrespective of the fact that the tools might be the same a, a car you know pms that's fuel and um, what have you maybe food supplies but you know the food supplies you gather for a seven hour journey is different from the one of uh, a two hour journey so the features of your situation should now be aligned with your personal lifestyle i'm not trying to say that comfort zones should be you know promoted above you know target goals because it wears out and draws back what i'm trying to say is they are realistic part of our lives some of us work some of us are students you know you need to align your goals and targets with your current state of mind and state in life yeah it's very important so instead of setting unrealistic goals that do not align with who you are and in the end you tend tend to not achieve these things and we feel life is cruel unfair but the truth is we did not do proper planning or we were not considerate enough to ourselves so yeah we need to make sure that our schedules are not choked up with loads and lots of activities that will prevent us from carrying out what we're supposed to do and we need to still understand times and seasons. Is this the right time for me to do it? Or, you know, with what I'm currently facing or what I'm currently doing, do I think this is the best thing to do? Should I take on this, uh, you know, activity or target? You know, this is why sometimes we fall into dilemma. Begin to choose, okay, am I supposed to, you know, currently take this on? Or am I really supposed to do this other thing? And we stay in a, we remain in a state of confusion for quite a number of time. But in the end, at least clarity would you know help us you know make the right choices. So the truth is, in order to not remain unproductive or you know to not have done nothing at all, the best thing is to understand your current situation and fit in possible tax that takes you out or aligns with them. So we must understand timing and seasons in order to not suffocate efforts and ideas by launching at a very wrong time 
So let's not always launch at very wrong times. It's very important that we launch at the right timing. And this can be done by doing proper evaluation of what we want to do, what we need to do, how we have to do it, and the things that will help us do it. So these are very four key areas I think we need to begin to take into proper consideration. So, yes, we're going back. Uh, you know, the aspect of transmission means that we need not stay in a in a required, uh, you know, position or phase for quite a long while, all in the name of the fact that we've built mastery. We need to understand pointers. So what are the next stages, you know, from where we are? And that is exactly a sign of progress because success, according to me, is mountain after mountain so it's endless it's endless the more we take it on you know begin to do exploit do greater bigger better things we need to climb or go through a lot of success points you know let's implant our flags across different places and stages and having a mindset of transiting gives us the ability to be dynamic you know, in different phases, different areas. It could be fashion today. You're going into product. Next, you're going into engineering. Not necessarily being uh, in the critical part of those, you know, areas. But there are roles that the current skill that we have fit into these places. So we need to understand what we can do, what we have to offer in these areas. Not just all about going and learning a very new thing entirely no there might really not be you know time for us to do that or for you to do that the best thing you can do is look at what you have and how it is applicable in these different areas and yes knowing when to stop we need to know when to stop and knowing when to stop is similar to knowing when to transit so yes so let's get ready to uh initiate and ignite actions they are very relevant for a point and period of growth and for us to stay consistent let's watch markers and pointers and know when to you know kick or push the ignite button so yes this remains the scott podcast and physics of consistency with scott peter's table and we're rounding up right now and thank you for your incredible time i love your reviews you can drop your comment on spotify or wherever you're listening from Thank you so much for your time. The next episode drops soon. Do well to have a nice day. Thank you.